Welcome to Cinebears. Today we watched The Shining. It's gonna be fun. It was a great movie. It was okay. So today I have. You backed off that immediately. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I have Kyle. Hello. Shoebox. Hello. And Brian again. Yep. So, yeah. I'd never seen this movie before, but I apparently knew a lot about it. <laughs> this is my favorite movie. I feel like it spawned a lot of the. I don't want to say cliches. Yeah, that's better. References. A lot of tropes. Yes. That's a good way to put it. It means it's good. I had never seen this either, and apparently I knew nothing about it. So uh, I'm going to do the summary because yeah, you better. Tell the viewers what happened. Yeah, the people that look at our podcast. This movie started off with a lot of shots from helicopters looking down on this road in the Colorado mountains. He's being specific. Please do not go into that much detail. (laughs) (laughs) This will take several hours. So our main character Jack Torrance is going for an interview with. Stuart Ullman, who owns a hotel. This hotel is up in the mountains. Lots of people come there. It's closed for five months of the year. And Which in 1970... Something from... The winter time. Yeah, basically. There when it go. snows to in the May past... 1st or something. It's to May 1st. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he gets the job. Everyone moves there. Oh, wait. I forgot something important. Basically, turns out that in 1970, the caretaker went crazy, murdered his wife and his daughters... That's fine. It's probably not important. Yeah, it's not. Mm, anyway, not at all. They go yeah. there, and totally everything weird. starts out sort of okay. I mean, they're having a good time. Jack likes to play with his tennis ball on the walls instead of writing, which is what he intended to do the entire time he was there. His write or play with balls. Both apparently writing was balls. what he intended to do. Um, his son Danny Torrance, who also has an imaginary friend Tony who I'm not sure is all that imaginary, but basically... Lives in his mouth. It lives in his mouth. That is indeed true. He has a very guttural voice. Okay, can we... Sorry, I missed this part. When did it become apparent that Tony is in Danny's mouth? He says. At the very beginning, yeah. Oh. He, like, passes out. He has a premonition or whatever, and passes out in the bathroom. the bloody elevators. Yes. Mm. And the two twins. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they bring a doctor, and she's like, he's fine, but she's he's more, crazy. She seemed very much like a nanny. She did very much seem like a nanny. That's when doctors doctor. did house visits. Yes. It's a different time in America. Nin- you know, 1980s. When ladies were doctors. <laughs> anyway, so they're going, they're living in this hotel, kids messing around, the wife is doing all of the real work, including the job that Jack has been hired to do, but instead is writing and playing with a tennis ball and doing fuck all. Um, there's a lot of worry about cabin fever, and things start to go downhill really, really fast. I wouldn't say fast, but okay. After the first, like, hour... It, it, took, so, <laughs> it took a long time. It's true. It's started. very slow starting, and then it just avalanches. Um, they meet... With, actually, I skipped a lot again. Yeah, you did. Anyway, when they get to the hotel, they meet, like, Danny... Or not Danny, fuck. Dick. One person. Dick. Dick, Dick. Dick. Who is the chef, head chef of this place, and he takes... Danny aside, because it turns out that they both have a thing called The Shining, apparently. Or The Shine... I don't the know. The Shining. The title of the movie. I know, but I... he didn't call it The Shining the first time. He talked about it as The Shine. Whatever. He said, anyway. Continue. He said you can shine. Oh, maybe he yeah. said that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I'm dead. Him and his grandma used to shine. Yes, that's true. Is that... Is that, like, the premonition thing? Yes. yes. That's the okay. premonition thing. They can, like... Talk to minds. Oh. I think so, yes. Were you there for the ice cream? Yeah, party? you can talk silently. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he takes them aside, they have ice cream, and he's like, so some people can talk to each other without saying anything. My I grandma think I came and I in, eat. like, right at that part. Yes, you did. It was right okay. after that, yeah. My grandma and I used to do that, and you can do it, too. Have you told your parents no? Blah, blah, blah. 
because Tony told him not to. Tony lives in his mind. Um, there's a hedge maze, and it's lovely, and I skipped shit again. Yeah. Why did I, what did I skip? God. Or should this you is help so me out? great. You Do you want to you wanna just take over for a minute? Yeah, you should. You know this movie notes. better. Where the fuck were you? Not this. I don't is think those are plot notes. They're not all. I was, I was trying to organize, and you were like, "No, nah, let's just go." Okay, so meet Dick, and then everybody else leaves. It's just, <laughs> it's just Wendy, Jack, and Danny. Oh, that's right. I never and said her name. Yes, Wendy, <laughs> played by Shelley Duvall, who Ooh. also played Olive Oil in the Popeye movie. Yeah, she fits that role. She does. Yeah, she was also tortured during the shoot. <laughs> that. I'm going to get to later. Wait, the yeah, shining after during, the plot. During the making of the movie, she was like tortured. It was. Bad Let's do we'll plot get, we'll first. Get there. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they're starting to get used to the hotel, but you notice that Jack starts to go a little cuckoo. Starts staring off into the distance. Starts hearing things. Smiling terrifyingly. And Dick tells Danny not to go into room two three seven, a room in the hotel. And of course, Danny, being a fuckboy, eventually goes into room 237. That's a definition. Well, it's, yeah, it's a commentary mm-hmm. on humanism and whatnot. Yeah. You just don't do it together! <laughs> no, it is, because if you, it's, if you, it's that intrigue or curiosity. If you tell, if he would have just said nothing about 237. What are the how many rooms are in that hotel? Okay, I thought we were talking about him being described as a fuckboy. <laughs> no, not <laughs> why would I own it on fuckboy? Fuckboy is a humanism. Yeah, <laughs> that was no. It's essentially like, what happened. It, how many rooms are in that hotel? I don't know. A lot, like right? Or what are the odds that two thirty seven ever gets brought up ever if Dick doesn't say don't do this? I don't know, probably when it's open, he's traveling yeah, around, and that's a fair point. But that's also mm. plot point later on. Danny asked about it first. He did ask about what was in room 237. I forgot. Clearly, The Shining is more powerful than I perceived. Indeed. Like the essence of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) The essence. Like the the plot point in the movie. So, anyway. So, he he goes into room 237, but... Not yet. Not yet. What? Fuck. You you fucked me up. (laughs) Get over it, bitch. He's tricycling around. Yes. And he he almost opens the door. Yes. He, op- he almost opens the door, but Danny tricycles around the hotel, because that's he, not fucking creepy at all. He apparently just does that he's a lot. He's bored. Yeah. He's like a seven-year-old or whatever I know, but it's like hotel just him in this hotel. I would not go tricycling around. I would have like three rooms I stayed in. It's not like it's not lit. Everything is lit the whole I, time. I'm not saying it's creepy in They're losing a fortune on like an energy yeah. bill. It was like, we're supposed to turn on the heat in certain parts, but the entire thing was like always lit up. And looked like it was always heated for the most part. And so, eventually, they... Oh, fuck. What? You fucked me up so much. <laughs> I hate you, Brian. You oh, were the I'm worst. I'm sorry. You fucked up my movie. <laughs> so, he's tricycling around. He runs oh, into the, the twins, twins. And has a premonition of them being chopped to fucking bits in a hallway. Yes. Was that before that or was after awesome. they start talking to him and, uh, like, you should stay here and play with us forever? That was the same yeah. scene. Okay, good. Um, I really like that scene. Kyle really loved Not because of chopped up little girls, but I thought it was very well done. What cinema. a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. That's okay. I mean. I thought that was really well done. That's a fair thing to mm-hmm. say. I. Eaties. Everyone was talking about how good the cinematography was, and I apparently didn't notice any of that. 
Well, I'm sure I you heard the music. My, I yeah. fuck that music. We'll talk about that later. No, we won't. And so to backtrack <laughs> just a little, five months before coming to the hotel, uh, oh. Jack broke Danny's shoulder in an accident because he was fucking drunk and got angry. There's some dis- this. There's some ambiguity about that, but so he's not drinking anymore. But he comes to the hotel and he starts to go crazy. Yes, he definitely does. And so he was when, drunk on life. When Danny goes, he gets lured into room two thirty-seven by this ball that comes out of nowhere. So he's lured in there, but then Jack is a, a, the next scene. He's in the mm. Colorado lounge. Typing. Having a fucking nightmare that he murdered Yes, his wife everyone. and Danny. Then Danny enters the room, and he's got fucking marks all over his neck and shoulder broken. And yeah, his, his... I don't his actually left. know if his shoulder was broken. It was just like the cl- the sweater was totally chopped. It was pro... If you bust a shoulder, I'd imagine... Because I mean, he was our... using it pretty well later on. I Well, I'd imagine our... Ugh, a good point. Yeah. Maybe he heard it, like, bruised or something, but not. So Wendy blames Jack because she thinks he went off on him again. Yes. And then Danny is, like, retreated into his own mind, and, like, Tony is taken over. Tony is the dominant personality right now. And he talks like this. And he, yes, that is very true. Uh, Unless he's really trying to make a point, in which case Danny's voice comes back. But he's fucking screaming. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, then Jack is like, okay, fuck this shit. I'm going to go wander on this. And he ends up in the gold lounge, which we met earlier, but it's where the bar is. But all the alcohol is gone. we met this room earlier. Yes, we did. And we, it was sort of just like, this is where things are, whatever. Anyway, they go in. We take the alcohol out when we leave. Yes. That is the important bit. But in there is a man by the name of Lloyd. Apparently, Jack is very well acquainted with Lloyd. Yes, the bartender, Lloyd. Yes, and he orders a fucking bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon. That's on the, the rocks. Yep, and he opens his wallet, and there's no money to pay. And then he's like, has my credit, and his credit is fine. But whatever. So he gets his bourbon, but there is no alcohol, though, so But whatever. is there? I don't know. I'm not sure how much of this is in his mind it isn't. Anyway, he gets his bourbon, and he gets sort of drunk really fast and starts talking with the bartender and yelling a lot. I don't think he was drunk. That was, that's just him. It's like a mental... It, that's just Nack, Jack yeah, Nicholson okay. being yeah. fucking psychotic. But in yeah, a good way. Yeah, okay, fair enough. What do you mean in a good way? I love Jack Nicholson. Anyway, that happens. Cut to next scene that I don't remember what happened next. Uh, Wendy runs in screaming about the old woman in room 237. Yeah, right. And then... Uh, I forgot. And then Jack who, who, starts oh, never mind. going crazy like, no, we can't take him to a doctor. I have to fucking do my job, well, woman. Well, you missed the scene, and I'm uh, sorry, but the when Jack went to investigate after Wendy... That's the next thing. That's no. the next thing. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, he bad. doesn't know about it until Wendy tells him about yeah. the woman in room I, 237. Right. Oh, no, Kyle's right. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. So, so she, go for it. So... After Wendy runs him screaming, Jack goes to room 237, yes. wanders in, and sees a lady. sexy young lady in the bathtub with boobs and bush ready for action. <laughs> yes, she does not cover anything up. Then they then they start macking her. And yeah. touching. <laughs> she, was, she was pretty dead, though. He was going for it, and she was, like, not having it. 
<laughs> I don't Speaking know if about that being... is. <laughs> I... Did you do that on purpose? Speaking about being dead to it. I did. Okay. While Jack's making out, he looks in the mirror and turns out that her body is fucking decaying. Oh yeah, very and much. She's Lots of water damage. An old woman. Very gross. Very nice makeup. So he oh, yeah. stumbles out there really grossly, then acts like nothing happens. After he locks the door. Yes. Yes. And th- and then goes crazy on Wendy again. Yeah. Nothing was there. Don't you fuck up my life again. I won't mm-hmm. let you ruin this. And oh. then, and then um, I think, is, do we see Scatman again? I'm just going to call him Scatman. Huh? I don't remember when he came back into play. Eventually. Oh, he comes back. Oh, yeah. Because... Oh, no, the, the nightmare. Yeah. So not yet. So Danny shines to him. Yeah, Danny is shining this entire premonition straight at him. And he's, is that when he's seizing? Yes. Yeah, in the room. He's they, got the, yeah, the drool He's drooling going. the Afro boobies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird, what a decor in that man's house. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so he's like, oh shit, I gotta go help him. So he tries to call, phone lines are dead. Yep. Because Jack goes crazy and starts ripping him out. It's also That's, just a snowstorm. No, 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 the snowstorm, the snowstorm knocked out the lines. The, yeah. right. But the wind... Emergency radio. Yeah, the radio can't get to him. Get mm. them because he rips out the something important. Capacitors. I, they they were capacitors. Those are not capacitors. I thought originally they were vacuum tubes, but I don't think they're big enough for that. They were not big so enough. For that. Whatever. It doesn't matter what they were. Not important. So uh, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna book a flight and get down there to yes. try and save them because something is going very, wrong. very wrong." He's coming from Miami, Miami. Florida, somewhere. Miami. Okay, fine. But after this, Jack gets gets a little angry again, and he heads back to the gold room. That's true. Except for this time, there's like balloons and 15 million people in this room having a party and having a good time. We kind of missed it. I think we missed an important scene. Did we get the uh, dragged into the pantry scene? No, that's that's later. Later. That's later. Wow. So he goes to the gold room. There's a ball going on. He yeah. sees his friend Lloyd again, gets He's some more bourbon. Then this clumsy waiter spills some weird alcoholic custard on him. He's yes. like, oh, let's go to the let's Rest go to the bathroom. I'll clean you up. Clean you up. Yeah, it turns out the butler's the guy who hacked all his children to bits. In 1970. And says that, no, Jack, you were you were the caretaker all along. You've always been the caretaker. And then he's like, no. I know it was you. And then he sort of... Then he sort a, of accepts it. He just takes it. Yeah, then then the butler's racist for a little bit. They, the butler is very racist. And then, uh... Go, you want to talk? Basically, yeah. Mr. Look, Shut up! That got cut <laughs> Stay on topic. the last one, David. <laughs> Stay on topic? So, anyway, um... The butler's like, yeah, you should totally just kill your family, bro. And he's like, yeah, I think I'll do that. That was pretty much what happened. He corrected them. Yes. Yeah. In that red bathroom. Mm-hmm. That terrifying red bathroom. That was a cool red bathroom. That was a nice that red was bathroom. Cool. You guys have a strange I would pee in nice. there so easily. It was. You just want to leave. Like, you can't. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> there is no dilly-dally. I would <laughs> Superman that urinal so hard. What the fuck does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does that mean, Caesar? 
Anyway, moving on. So Wendy's out trying to find Jack, to try and reason with him. Because... Stumbles upon... Danny is having, like, permanent seizures. Tony is just the only thing there, and he's screaming about red rum. All day long. And then, so she's like, okay, we need to get him a doctor. I'm gonna go talk to Jack. But she's noticed Jack's been, like, crazy, so she takes this bat with her. Jack, that she's had since the... Yes. It's tried to strangle Danny, the woman. Yeah. But anyway. That is where that first shows up. So anyway, they go down. He's not in the lounge, but his typewriter's there, and all the pages he's written. So she's going through them, and all of them say, All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. In various interesting formats, including descending backwards stairs or some shit. The pyramid was cool. The pyramid was cool. I mean, I was triangle, it wasn't three-dimensional. You're right. But whatever, same idea. Lots of interesting shapes, lots of typos... But, like, 400 pages of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. They typed and in then, multiple languages, by the way. Did they? Yeah. I didn't see that. Like, I, I saw a, few, a couple of misspellings, but... Oh! And then Jack yeah. comes out from behind a pillar while she's just, like, freaking the fuck out as she looks at all of these pages of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And he's like, how is it? Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? And then there's a very long tracking shot. That was so There's a lot of long shots in this movie. Impressive. It was crazy. Anyway, she's basically backing up the stairs, swinging this back, because he's flipping... Well, she's flipping her shit, and he's crazy as fuck all. And then at the very top of the stairs, he's finally advancing, and she stopped giving ground. She just smacks his wrist, and then hits him in the head with this bat. And he falls over backwards and just kind of slides down the stairs... And then the next thing you see is her dragging him into this pantry and locking him in. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to take Danny and we're going to leave. And then I'll come back with a doctor for you because you're hurt. But first, let me grab this knife. Yes, she did grab that knife. She's smart. And then she held onto that knife and did very and little Limp wrists. <laughs> she has such limp wrists. It just flops on. I thought she was going to stab herself the entire movie. Yeah, you wouldn't shut up about it. You didn't shut the fuck up either. Now, to be fair, most of the time I was asking him questions. That's why he wasn't shutting up. But anyway, plot. And then he starts laughing maniacally. He's like, okay, go check the cat. Wait, what? That's another shot I want to point out. The When he's leaned up against the pantry door and the camera's looking up at him. Oh, yeah, and he starts to smile and laugh. That was really well done. I would give it that. Mm -hmm. It was terrifying. Impressive shots. Very good. Anyway, so she goes out and checks on this snowmobile thing and the radio, and both of them are dead because he's removed key parts. What key parts? Were Apparently, that? it was a transmission. I don't no. know. <laughs> oh, sorry. To the, Whoa, to the... that was very different. What I told yeah. you. Was. Oh, alternator. Yeah, yeah, there you alternator, go. Alternator, not <laughs> transmission's like a hundred pound. I know yeah, nothing like... about motor. Yeah, take the. Apparently, do you have to take the motor out to get the transmission out? Anyway, okay. that's just like chopped off all of the lines feeding into are gone and then something is missing from the radio but it doesn't show us that because they already showed us him removing it yeah uh so she goes back oh no she doesn't he somehow the door gets unlocked because dg because uh the the go the butler talks to him yes what's his name delgo delbert delbert delgo the movie that avatar ripped off Right, that dances with wolves. No, no, no. Uh, maybe I did get it backwards. <laughs> Del- is Delgo? <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Okay, Del- Kyle and I are doing poorly. Anyway, to- Delgo. I'll just make a note. Del- <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll teach you about this later. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. 
I don't remember. He gets out. He gets out of the. Oh yes, in magically, if not a creature, not a freezer, not a refrigerator. It's just a pantry. He gets out of there because the door is unlocked. I, okay, physical ghosts. That's fine. And he has been told he has to take harsher measures, and to correct his family. So he gets an axe. Yes, he does get a stainless steel axe. Yep. Just like an American Psycho. Which was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then he goes mm-hmm. after his wife and son. Indeed. And she has run into their room and then locked herself in the bathroom. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you I skipped skip? a big no. part. Yeah, because Danny wakes her up by writing oh, fucking red, red rum, rum on the door and holding the knife and running his finger down it. And then starts screaming, red rum! And gets louder and louder and louder. She freaks out, sees murder backwards in, in the, the mirror, mirror. Which Brian flipped his shit about because he I, didn't know what I words were. I don't know were. how I missed that. I, whatever. And then Jack breaks in and she's like, oh shit, son, son. And then <laughs> goes to the bathroom and pushes him out the window to save him, but she can't fit because she because apparently this window doesn't she hasn't open been more doing than halfway. Paleo. She's like one of the thinnest ladies in the universe. She is yeah. really thin. I I don't understand. It's like her boobs got caught. Basically, that was where she stops every time. Yeah, her nipple yeah. piercings really got caught on that window sill. <laughs> that is not canon. We're sorry, Shelley Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive us, please. <laughs> can't. <laughs> anyway, so. So a famous movie scene happens. <laughs> that I didn't know. I, well, I've seen the ending of that, but that was the only thing I'd ever known about mm-hmm. this movie. And then she limp knifes his hand. And, and he's like, oh! Barely nothing. And then he hears our good friend Dick in his snowmobile. That's some good dick. Snowcat. Yes, our good friend Dick. The best kind of dick. That's some good dick. Anyway, he's coming up the mountain. Snowcat. And... Jack hears him and just leaves, despite the fact that he's just hacked this hole in this door where his wife is just sitting there crying. Two holes, apparently. Yes, mm-hmm. but there was only one hole originally, and then two hole magically appeared. Well, Gigi did the other one. Phantom help. Mm-hmm. Stop that. And he goes out and hides behind a pillar while Dick wanders around trying to find someone, and then axes him straight in the heart. Like, very good precision. He, right through the ribcage, like ignores he, all ribs. He just, had practiced this. It was amazing. I, I mean, was that swing could have gone through some ribs, I don't know. I, yeah, it's just like, cuts through But like, it would have deflected up or down. <laughs> he, had, he went sideways. He had ghost powers, okay? Okay, fine, he had ghost powers. We'll leave it at that. He has psychosis. He just kills Dick in one shot. Dick just lies there bleeding on the Chop floor. Chop Dick. And then Danny's running around for a while. Danny came back inside, despite having come out through the window, because he probably would have frozen to death. He's trying to hide, but because the guy he was telepathically connected with just got stabbed in the heart, of he course fucking he fucking screams. screams. And he Jack hears it. Axe. Yeah, that's... Mm. I'm not sure that counts as stabbing anymore. It's that's really a hard point. to tell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he gets out of this cabinet he's hiding in and runs back outside. Out into this convenient hedge Pursued maze. Pursued by Jack. Pursued by Jack, of course. Who was limping, because apparently his ankle got hurt. When well, he fell down the stairs. I'll talk yeah. about that later. What? I have oh. something to bring up on that. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Did you see the stuntman's face? Oh. Did you no. say his name in the mirror three times? Yes. Stuntman, stuntman, stuntman. Anyway. Stuntman Crothers. They go out to this hedge maze, and Danny knows the way through it, apparently, because he's been through it with his mom, I don't know how many times, while they were there. Probably infinitely. Yeah. He well, gets well. Yeah, keep going. He gets to the like ending middle area, and then he backtraps in his steps and hides behind 
one of the walls after obliterating his marks. So his dad is following these steps, follows him to there, and is like, huh, these steps disappear. I'm just going to charge on ahead because he probably went that way. Technically, he turned right. Yeah, he turned right. Okay, he turned right. His right, stage all, left. All the, yeah. all the while this is happening, Wendy is running through the hotel. Yes, holding this limp knife. Getting the knife was fucking limp. progressively. Oh, that's fucking right. I forgot. Psychotic. She sees a man in a bear suit going down a, on another guy. What give, the fuck? Give a was guy that? a blowy. Oh yeah. Um. Th- then she sees a room full of skeletons. Except the skeletons weren't there. It was just cobwebs, and then it was skeletons. A guy, a guy with. Blood on his face. Wasn't that it was DG? split? That was not DG. No. Oh, it, it looked like his head had been split open. Yeah, it and looked like then just like yeah, by like a together. stainless steel axe. Maybe. <gasps> and then she finally sees the bloody elevator. Yes, that the blood red elevator, rum. Finally, yeah. the flood. I will not. <laughs> I call the blood, the blood of red rum. Shootbox says you can see a. Body in that scene? I, I didn't, didn't see it. Either. I saw something in the very, bottom, but I don't know. Where I thought it was. saw something difficult. dark, but I didn't think it was a body. I thought it was just red rum. I will link you to this YouTube video. No, um, so you... this is a podcast. Okay, we can do in HTTP slash slash YouTube dot com. Just type this in, and I don't actually have the URL. Thank God, <laughs> I believed. <laughs> anyway, so he she is just having a bad time, and Danny has backtracked and escaped his dad by hiding in whatever the fuck as he went past him. And he makes it safely out, gets to his mom, they get in the snowcat that Dick brought, and it has not been sabotaged, and they start going down the mountain. Jack freezes the death, just in this hedge maze, with his eyes open and mouth open. To be fair, they never specified death. He's just frozen. He could still be alive in there. Kyle? He's fucking dead. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> Look. Look. The idea he's of there, Jack is he's not He's been there dead. forever and will be there forever. Yeah, okay. That's what DG said. The very, the very last shot. Is yeah. they zoom in on this photograph of the gold room, this ballroom, in 1921, and it zooms in, and it's Jack right at the forefront, just hanging out. And that's the end. Looks like he's having a the good end. time. He does look like he's having a good time. So, what do you guys think this movie is about? I don't have sex. Socialism. What, what happened to humanism? <laughs> I said that. What one do you part. think this movie is actually about? Fuck. <laughs> Mm, like, I've been spacing out the, this whole time. What's the subtext? Um, the subtext probably something about hotels for dogs. <laughs> mm. <laughs> How's that phoning it in going, Caesar? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty sweet. You got pretty good reception over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, lucky for you, I have three popular theories about what The Shining means. That's good, because okay. I do not have a they centralized have, theory of what this movie is about. They have very succinct names to distinguish them all from each other. Probably. I do. Like um, the deficit theory or something? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. There is a whole documentary film called Room 237 about people saying what they think The Shining means. That is true. There wow. is, yeah, it's on Netflix. Just click on this link and you can find it. We're making so, this hell for Caesar. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut that shit out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, so so I'm gonna explain the three theories to you guys, and you're gonna tell me which one you think is right. None of them, probably. All right. Theory number one: The Shining is about how America killed all the Indians. Hold on, I need a question. There's a good... Are these based on like book and the movie, or just? Oh, the that's movie? important. Uh, yes. 
And then I will not. I will not accept anything from the book then. I don't know anything about it. So That's I a fair point. There's only one point either. about the book. Okay, so Stephen but King wrote it. I was asked Stephen King, what's it about? I don't know. That it's... is a point we skipped over, is that part of this thing was built on an Indian burial ground. Yes, and that's very oh. important. And they had to fight off Indians while they were building it, apparently. Yeah. So theory number oh. one. This movie is all about the genocide of Native Americans I'm not sure I buy by that, white Americans. Carry on. Well, he calls his bourbon the white man's bourbon. White man's burden. Burden. Oh, burden. Well, that's not... Yeah. Literally not bad. No, yeah. no, I had that written down. I, I Actually, it's... A, it, that's a it, fair it, point. They're pouring it, bourbon, so I thought he said bourbon. I didn't hear that. Yeah. All the ghosts are white, and all and the only black person in this movie is Dick, and he gets killed. There's not two. true. There's a guy... Okay, a guy at a gas station. That's... <laughs> that He's important. He is important. If it wasn't for his snowcat, then... Dick Wendy would never have gotten and there, and Wendy and He is the plottiest point of plot points. points. Alright, so, okay. is it there are few black people in this movie because that's the point of the movie, or because it was the 80s and they didn't have that many black people in the movie? That was part of my question. No, it's definitely the first one. I don't know, Stan, according, according to, to this theory. There's not many black people in these movies. Okay, let me run 2001 down... 2001 Space Odyssey, how many black people are there? I will talk about 2001. So that one's all about next... white supremacy? <laughs> that's in the next theory, Caesar. You jump the gun here. Oh, I'm right. Alright, I'm gonna run down the list of things here. First of all, so this whole hotel is filled with Native American artifacts. There's yeah, that's the, true. the tapestries with Kachina dolls, all there's the, the quilts. Um, all the stained glasses, Native American patterns. Mm-hmm. And so one of the first scenes we see with Jack going crazy is he's throwing this ball at this at tapestry in the yeah. Colorado Lounge and it's got all these Kachina dolls on it which are Native American shit. So it's like him expressing his rage toward the Native Americans because he symbolizes white America. Okay. Is that it was there okay seeing the N-word? Yeah. Mm. I I have a point I want to make about that later. It's built on an Indian burial ground, as yes. Brian mentioned. Why didn't they just dig it up? <laughs> put it somewhere Good else. question. Like the lake. Yeah, let's put it in the lake. Not the, the hotel or burial ground. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna that's ignore like, that. That's like Kyle, don't take this seriously. Kind of. <laughs> Earlier, when they're all driving to the hotel, uh, Danny asks about the Donner Party. That's a good point. Which yeah. involved Amer- Americans moving west to all take white. lands. They were all white. Yeah. I okay. There's a theory that says that Wendy and Jeez. Dick are supposed to represent Native Americans. Is it because they're Windixie? Yes, because of that, Caesar. Because of Win Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I hate you. God damn. So, Wendy is like, she's white, but she looks like a Native American because she has black hair and sometimes it's in ponytails. That yellow, that yellow dress she has in that one scene is covered with teepees and cactuses and cowboys. Cacti. Cacti. And she, she, she looks not exactly white. All the time. That's true. That's true. And Scatman, and okay, Dick (laughs) slash Scatman. His name is Scatman. No, you like stumbled. That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) So he looks like a Native American chief because he's shot in a lot of profile. That's true. Profiles. Mm -hmm. And just like the buffalo nickel. And there's one scene in the pantry. I told you guys to pay attention to the Calumet baking powder. Yeah. Because. He's talking to Wendy, and he's silhouetted, but right behind him is a Calumet can with the Native American yeah, I noticed that. head on it. 
Immediately, I was like, it's a weird can. Yeah, it's... I don't care, though. It's supposed to be double imagery. Mm. No, that's when you have two images. Thanks. So... I mean, you say supposed to, but we still don't know if this is the correct theory. Well... So it is good supporting evidence, Stanley Kubrick but I'm not sure. Stanley Kubrick died in 2000. I'll go ask him at the Indian Bureau, though. Okay. <laughs> he's not Indian. Why would he be buried there? Because he's cool. <laughs> so fly. <laughs> Oh, I got so to... <laughs> the Caesar to admit that Kubrick is cool. I've won. Okay. Uh, and so the old so Dick is the one with the mystical shining powers, just like ooh, Native Americans, they're scary and mystical and got mind powers and peace pipes and peyote. This Are is these points? Yeah. I, it's not, it doesn't sound like, like points to me. Wait, wait. Okay, I'm not gotta, sure. I'm, just I'm drawing connections here. Follow I, okay, up. that one. Slight follow up. End of the movie. Okay, there's the black and white picture and Jack's in the front. And it's eternity and all that. Yeah. July fourth. July fourth. America. Yeah. So it's it, like that does mean something. This was... is okay. I'll let you yeah. get to it then. Okay. Something that Alex <laughs> mentioned earlier was furniture because he thought when. So, in the beginning, when they're getting a tour of the hotel, there's a rolled-up carpet, and he's like, was that a body? Legs. But, he, he thought there were legs in the carpet. But, that's actually incredibly poignant, because there's a theory that furniture in this movie represents corpses. That's that very clear out? when they were sat on all the skeletons. Wendy saw all the skeletons in the gold room. Yeah. So, there's just a bunch of pieces of furniture lying around. What about the disappearing chair? Yeah, so there's a the scene where... Now, that's just like, a continuity error, right? Stanley Kubrick doesn't make continuity errors. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick is a fucking insane man about continuity. When, okay. he was make, okay. when he was making Eyes Wide Shut, he had people travel to England and take over 700 pictures of gates to try and get the right gate for a certain shot in a huh. scene. He's, okay. he's, he's a fucking Got it. There are a lot of intentional continuity errors in here, which I'll bring up in my random notes later. Okay. But so furniture. There's the there's the disappearing chair color in the changing. background. There are color changing rooms. There um when so when Danny rolls down the hall and sees the twins, there are two like there are two rolled up carpets propped against the wall. And in the scene when they're like Murdered, there's an overturned chair yeah. right next to him. The bloody elevators move all these furniture, all this furnitures around, and it sounds fucking stupid. Like, why would furniture be corpses? But it's saying that the hotel. It's because of the corpses of trees. No, <laughs> it's saying that the hotel and thus the white America is literally built on the dead bodies of Native Americans. Oh, it's true. And the lighting. And the lighting. How about outside is always brighter? I am no going matter to what talk, time. I'm going time to talk world. about spatial dissonance in a little bit. Okay. Yeah, he knows the term. <laughs> Fuck. No, yeah. I actually meant to. I had something for that. And the the Apparently sound the sound original the soundtrack that Brian hates. Fuck, I hate has that a soundtrack. Lot, has a lot of Native American like. Like, whoa, 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 sort of stuff. Why? But I like, have to bleep that now. But like, <laughs> but like gonna, heavily <laughs> distorted. That's gonna be. I, I did not recognize the bleep is gonna make it worse. <laughs> it was just. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop it! Okay. So obnoxious and screechy. 
Yeah. It's perfect. So, I mean, that's unsettling. That's exactly... I don't know. It kind of ruined it the whole... The that's what it's supposed yeah. to be. It's supposed to no, make you feel No, but that's the other thing. But it, like, pulled me out of it. Well, Instead because... of immersion, it did the exact opposite. It's because you're an audiophile. Yeah. I that's don't true, know if are. I am. I'm pretty easy to please. Yeah, I mean, you'll listen to Beats by Dre. No. Your laptop's made out of it. That's true. It's not his... Wait, wait. It is? That one is... Does Do you have, have a Beats by laptop? No. He does. Not fully, I no, imagine. Just the not. audio. And I uninstalled the Beats drivers because they're fucking awful. Anyway, sidetracked. Anyway, okay, maybe I'm <laughs> She's like, so the So the I overarching idea of this theory is that Stanley Kubrick wanted to send a message about... White. A, about America. white guilt and how they have literally built everything on killing Native Americans. And how Jack symbolizes the rage of white men and everything. You gave me a lot of credit so what about Stanley Danny, Kubrick then? for the story. Why was what about tra- Stephen King's credit for this story? Stephen King, oh, in his terrible. book, there was a whole lot of fucking differences about the book. I don't... I haven't read it. In the book, the hotel burns down. Yeah. And I saw that. Was that the reference oh, to the girl that, that tried to yeah, burn it down with go. matches? Yeah. Um, there's a whole pl- like subplot about the boiler exploding that is just not even touched on. There was a boiler that exploded? There, also, oh, in the hedge maze, there are hedge animals that come to life. That was left out of the movie. Um, I can see why. Yeah. Room yeah, two, I mean, the, the movie is full. Room 237 is. is room 217 in the book. That's important. Um, three is a holier number. Ooh, interesting. I mean, so, hold on. I'm not wrong. Add 20 and succeed. And basically, Stephen King's whole point of the book was to talk about, like, the destruction alcoholism causes because Jack's an alcoholic and it it was a lot more like Stephen Kingy. Yeah, now, are you sure it's not just because Stephen King always writes about alcoholic writers in his books. He does. That's very true. But Stanley Kubrick was like, "Hey, I kind of want to tell this story, so I'll just get a popular book and piggyback off that." Okay. Mm. So Stephen King does not like this movie at all. I, think he does. Actually I actually think shit. I remember reading something about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He, this is like one of the few movies made out of his books, and he is. Yeah, he absolutely hates it. You tell me he's in love with Cujo? Don't ask me. I'd ask him. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Next week's guest, Stephen King. <laughs> hey, Stephen, watch it. So that's theory number. <laughs> <laughs> that's theory number one. Theory <laughs> number two. Theory. Okay. Calm the fuck. What down. are you guys' general thoughts about? Native Americans. I, America hates I, Indians. I can, I can see why somebody would come up with that, but I, I feel I, like it's too easy. Too easy? I, I feel like that's too much of a reach in half of that. I feel like the opposite is true. I feel like it's right there. Stop hitting the table. Is he, like, if the second or third point you made was the one I objected to, and I don't remember what it was now. Coloration. No, we haven't talked about color change yet. Okay, so you think that's a reach. Well, theory number two. Reach arounds. The moon landing is a hoax. Okay, <laughs> just skip it. Okay, I'm, no, I want to hear no, this. No, this is awesome. Please around. don't do this to me. So Apollo, oh, 11, Apollo 11. 11. Fucking... Here, here is here's the rundown. So Stanley Kubrick was involved in. She was the director of 2001: A Space, yeah, Space Odyssey. Odyssey. The best. This is where the theory of they could. Okay. So because he was able to produce such a wonderful movie set to do everything very well. There's a, people who believe that Stanley Kubrick was contracted by the United States government to <laughs> fake to shoot the fake moon landings. Yes. Okay. So how how does this flow into 
The Shining. Yes. So the so Moon Moon everything was in 1969, and this movie was made in 1980. So it's eleven this, year gap. So this is so oh, the sh- eleven. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so The Shining is basically Stanley Kubrick's mea culpa of saying, "Look, I did this. Like I'm guilty ah. because." Jack is supposed to be stand-in for Stanley Kubrick because he's always obsessed about Murphy. my work, like the people who have employed me to do this job, and he's like shouting Can't let it them down. And like when he's shouting at Wendy, it's like he's shouting at his wife. It's like no, I can't let them know. I and Jack's a writer, Stanley Kubrick's a screenwriter, so there's parallels there. So he's trying to tell the story of how he how his horrible guilt of having to be this evil person that faked the moon landings works. I feel like this is based more on Stanley Kubrick than the movie. Yep, yeah. I agree. It's so, more like he found a guilty person in a movie and like, that's Stanley Kubrick wrote the moon landing. So, here, here the, here's the evidence. Uh, Jack, I mean, Danny has the Apollo 11 shirt. There's no real reason that's for him to have that. That's a wicked sweater, though. He did. I mean, that's the one that got ripped up by the old lady. Mm-hmm. Tore the Apollo mission and asunder, but at the same time, that was still a time they were very excited about Apollo Eleven. And I mean, it sort of makes sense for him to eleven years later. People don't get excited about things eleven years later, Brian. Well, children. I mean, I've seen your music choice. What happened? Whoa, fucking personal. Hey, don't talk. It's true though, isn't it? About two thousand. What came out in 2003? It doesn't matter. I'm right. Shakira, Shakira. Second. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you, when did 2003 come out? That's very bad. Oops. Oh, four. Anyway. Is that why you're a lawyer? <laughs> so, in the book, it's room 217. In the movie, it's room 237. Because there are two, the, the Earth and the Moon are 237,000 miles apart. This how is what the theory. How many kilometers are part of it? It doesn't matter. Chromons. It was an American Metrons. movie. That doesn't mean they don't use metric. So also, when Wendy's flipping through, uh, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. She goes through twenty three point seven pages. No, I'll, if you look at all, it's spelled as A one one a lot. Like Apollo eleven. Apollo 11, Okay, A11. what about the missing periods and the fact that he just, like, separated random words? Wendy was missing part of periods. That ca- mm. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did she get pregnant? Also, didn't they use a four for an A a couple times? I, like, I fucking read every sentence on every page. I don't know, I might have a just co- made yeah. that up. I feel like they did. A they couple did. pages kind of looked like scripts. I don't think they did okay. lead speak. Here's some other that. things people think. Mm-hmm. The, the iconic, like, hexagonal, like, uh, carpet? carpet design... Which is what you see when Danny's got the Apollo 11 shirt. It's supposed to be a launch pad. That's what the design is. Well, it's because the hexagon. There's also, if you look really closely, there's eagles fucking everywhere in this movie. There are. There's an eagle on the typewriter. There's an eagle on the uh, bookshelf behind Ullman's desk. There are eagle pictures all over the place. And American flags. There's flags on Ullman's desk, on the commercials, and Scatman's room. Lots of shit. They're also in Colorado. They are. The most American the, state. The birthplace of America. Yeah. So. No, inarguable. So the moon landing is a hoax. Theory number two. What do you guys think? No. No. It's, it's, uh, it's, so, it's, it's so much I weaker can appre- than one. I can appreciate their attempt to shoehorn in It just feels like there's say. so much confirmation bias. They really wanted this. They really wanted this to be that. 
Mm. It's I I admire your your try. <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I agree. I don't agree with your point. <laughs> well, they... in that theory, what's the lady that tries to strangle? What's the Soviet Danny? Union? She's the mermaid that pulled down NASA. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Moon sirens, Brian. Anyway, so theory number three: sexual abuse. Okay, I can see. Okay, this. I yeah. can see this one. All right, so there. There's a lot of parallel meanings between Jack and Danny here because Jack is played by Jack Nicholson. Danny is played by Danny Lloyd. And like Caesar was mentioning earlier, Stanley Kubrick was kind of notorious for treating his actors like incredibly fucking harshly. Except for Danny. Except except for Danny. Danny didn't even know it was a horror movie until he watched it when he was 17. I heard that, yes. And so... Whoa, wait. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Stanley Kubrick was so nice to him that he didn't know it was a yeah, horror movie. Yeah, he did not movie. know it was a horror he, movie. What about all the fucking faces he made? Uh, they're just shouting at him. Yeah. And then they're like, they're like, oh, good take. And they're laughing at cake. Yeah. Want some ice cream? And so he was excited in all those scenes? Yeah, like the twins. He's like, like, ice cream. Like the twins, you just play with them offset and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he just had fun the whole time because yeah. Stanley Kubrick didn't want to scar that child for some reason. He really wanted to take down one of the. He uh, really Wendy. wanted to fuck Shelley Duvall's life she, up. Her, yeah. She was going insane. I, I think I've heard stories about it, that. So That's there, why I was like. So there's really a shining funny. behind the scenes, like, featurette that was made. Where you can see Jack Nicholson walk around high five and people being all excited and Shelley Duvall sleeping on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, curled up in a ball because. Like, Holy shit! Yeah. He, he would make her do multiple takes even after the, like he they got, got the take one. he wanted, and like he was like treating like Jack Nicholson fucking awesome, like a king. Same with Danny. Yeah. So just kind of like a, a lot of director character parallels in this one more. So okay, room the room two three seven scene is interesting. So first, Danny goes in there. And he gets, you know, strangled by the lady. creepy lady. Yes. And so another note about that room is that it's supposed to be, like, the witch from Hansel and Gretel. Because the design's on the floor, like, super colorful. And the, the ball. The ball. Pink and... And, she, you know, she's a witch. She wants to eat him. Mm-hmm. That's not really elaborated on, but go ahead and take that. Okay. I can see this. But, is that in the book? But when... No. Okay. Well, Room 237 was in the book, but... When so when Jack goes in there later to investigate, and he sees what he cares about. But his point of view, it like the camera is pointing from where like Jack's chest would be. So it's open to interpretation whether that's his point of view or Danny's point of view. That makes sense. I thought the lady in the tub looked really tall. She was super tall. Yeah, which is. Like, no, she would be normal height if you were looking from Jack's point yeah, of view. Yeah, because wasn't she almost the exact same height when they were kissing? Yeah. yeah and Jack Nicholson isn't a tall man. I didn't like, think yeah. about that. 5'10", five, 5'11", five, I think. Yeah, so it's just trying to draw parallels between, like, Jack and Danny and abuse. Because Tony is, like... Okay. The tiger? Tony is, the, is Danny's, you know, voice inside his head. It's sort of like... When... when when Wendy explains, like, the whole breaking the shoulder incident, it's like, she you can kind of tell she's hiding some facts yeah. of the situation. So, it's implied that Jack was sexually abusing Danny. 
Wait, okay, hold on. Did okay, I, I miss that one? That was Not that. Did I, did I miss her that explaining? Yes, because that was okay. when the doctor was there. Because uh, the, what I heard of that was, it was Jack explaining to, to Lloyd. DG. Was it Lloyd? Okay, Lloyd, Lloyd whatever, sorry. That, like, he knocked papers off and he yeah. went to, like, reach for him. And that's pulled the too story. Hard. He also yeah. said that was three years ago. That's true. When it was when really it was five, five months, months ago. Yeah. So, he's okay. fucking lying. Yeah. But Or... Is he I'm lying or does he actually think that... Doctor Who confirmed. Because he's been losing his mind. <laughs> I don't know how his sense of time is doing. Yeah. He's going crazy. But Apparently anyway... he just drops Wednesdays. Yeah, fuck, fuck Wednesdays. <laughs> but anyway, so Tony lives in his mouth and sometimes goes, goes into his, his stomach. stomach to oh, hide. okay. Mm. Who feels uncomfortable now? I'm very uncomfortable Probably with this concept. Probably Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of important scenes that happen in bathrooms. That yeah. is true. Danny passes out the first time in a bathroom. The axe scene is in a bathroom. The That's... crazy lady's in a bathroom. The first mm-hmm. time they go into their apartment in the hotel. That's true. In the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And the Del- that's when they decide how nice it was. Delbert's in the bathroom. Yeah. Red bathroom, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. The red yeah. bathroom. And at yeah. one point, Jack Nicholson is just reading a play, a play girl. That's a right. Like, and in, play the, girl is... that. in the very yes. beginning. Wait, just... play girl? Yeah. 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 What the fuck? And people fucking look this up. If you look up the play girl article he's reading, there's an... There is an article about incest in there. Mmm. Okay. Um, That's something Kubrick could do. Yeah. That's something Kubrick could do. Then the Grady twins were abused and murdered by their father, too. Um, Ooh, let's talk. Do you guys remember that really fucking uncomfortable scene where... Like, Danny goes to get his fire truck, but... Oh, yeah. Yes! Yes. Sitting in bed. Just, like, cradles him. Who else was uncomfortable? No. I thought it... (laughs) Honestly, the first time I saw that, I was kind of like, is he just trying to tell himself that he loves Danny? Because he seems so unconvinced. That was a part I had to ask... I had to ask Shoebox (laughs) that... Like, how long... Because I missed the first part of the movie, but I had to ask how long ago the whole shoulder thing incident was because to me it looked like oh, so he was it cradling was very... that same shoulder like that was i don't know yeah, if that was important the, i i assume it was the left that he broke i don't know mm-hmm. anyway um so i had to ask how long ago it was because it seemed like danny was very much still afraid which is a very i he was what he seven was very seven or eight, yeah like that's that's definitely uh not understanding just kind of fear mm-hmm. so i mean it would make sense to if that was not just physical abuse. And the, then the yeah. asking if he would hurt them. Mm-hmm. And then blaming Wendy immediately. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, so Jack was technically abused by the old woman in room 237, and that causes him to abuse Danny. It's like, I don't know, like cyclical abuse and shit. But also in, so back to the typewriter, in one line it says, all work and no play makes Jack adult boy. So that's okay. just a weird, creepy thing to think about. And then let's talk about bears. Kyle's favorite. Well, oh, I guess that it had to come out eventually. Me. There are a lot of there are an abnormal amount of bears. I in can this think movie. of two. So in the Three. Very, in the very beginning, when Danny's lying down after he passed out, he's on this bear pillow explaining that's right. Tony living in his mouth and his stomach. And then um, there's 
the Pooh Bear in the background when Danny's zoning out. Mm-hmm. There's the Bear Dog Blowjob Man, which yes. is probably the weirdest scene in that... any movie I've ever seen. Uh, the the pool no. zooms. You've oh. seen Robogation. You've seen Funky Forest. I've not seen Robogation. You haven't. Yeah, I've seen Funky Forest. There was also a bear rug in There's Colorado. There's a bear rug in Colorado. That they run out. They, doesn't she jump over it? Yeah, no. I'm, also, the moment she walks, Wendy walks over it when Jack's going, uh, uh, on the table, like that's oh, yeah. when he screams, is when she walks over it. Oh. Uh. Um, this, people have watched this movie too many fucking times to notice these things. Yeah. The the bear yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, like the bear suit man was given a blowjob. What his so he was in like a onesie pajama with, with the, the asshole asking. undone. Yeah, thanks. Uh, okay. And, <laughs> what did you say? The asshole. I don't know his asshole. I don't know his the butt, butt flap. Butt cheeks. The <laughs> butt flap was undone. Okay. So I don't know why they decided bears to be the sexual abuse metaphor in this movie, but there you go. They were just gears ahead of pedo bear. Yeah. I never thought of that before. <laughs> Ew. Gross. <laughs> wow, that's really gross, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the whole... So theory number three is all about, like, the evil of the hotels, like, the evil of sexual abuse and the cycle of everything and how Danny goes into his own mind and gets the shining, a way to communicate and try and reach out. Mm. To a black man who wouldn't abuse him. Yeah. Because of... Similar situation. Being yeah. dead. Maybe the Afro being Indian, because he was completely heterosexual in every way, <laughs> so he would have no Apparently, reason to diddle yes, a child. That's very yeah. true. Was a boy. Why did you describe it like that? A diddle? A diddle? So, so theory number three. What do you guys think? I like that one better. I'm not entirely convinced, that's but probably, I do like it better. It's probably just as much of a stretch as the Apollo or the the moon one, but we. I assume all of us here... I mean, I'll agree like, with that entirely. I assume all of us here believe the moon landing actually happened. It's because it did. That's, so that's, yes, <laughs> point aside. We do aside. have our own confirmation yeah. bias in that one. We're, so it's probably as big of a confirmation bias, but I feel like that there's like only five points of that one, at least, compared to the other ones. Yeah, there was a lot mm-hmm. more That was a little shorter, but... It's like, it's all built on a sweatshirt and the numbers <laughs> that are on doors. It's like, thanks. Yeah, so, so if you guys had to vote, Theory 1, Engines. Theory no. 2, Apollo 11. Also no. theory, th- theory 3, Sexual Abuse. What Se- would you... Sexual Bears? Sexual Bears. I'd go with 1. It I'm going like to say, I'm gonna say that if I don't have a lot of experience with Stanley Kubrick, Cub- Cub- <laughs> thank you, um, I'm going to say 1, he put 1 in there, like Theory 1 is like obvious, Yeah. like some will take that, and Theory 3 is like the sub subtext. Maybe if he's as smart I and don't know good at this, this really? as you guys are claiming, then uh, that seems like something he, he would. He's do. a visual genius. So, yeah, I mean, like on on the first level, it's just a haunted house story. On the second layer, there's fucking Indians. On the yeah. third one, there's sexy uh, moon landings. <laughs> like yeah. Wow. So so Can, okay. <laughs> Di- disappearing chair. Yeah. Like that one specific, because that was one of the. That was the obvious one. I would yeah. say I feel that and the color changes on the rooms. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what? What? So quick. What's your vote, Brian? Three. Oh, Caesar. One. I. Uh, if I had to choose, do you know the right answer? Before you three. We There's don't... not a right answer. Of course, there there's is. never going to be a right answer for that. Just ask Kubrick at the. He's dead. Homes. Okay, fine. 
He's, he's not, not in, in this. Oh, okay. Oh, so he picks one. Good. So, yeah. let's talk about spatial dissonance. And the lighting. Okay. So, so, describe what that so means. So, I will, I will get a map out and pass... It around honestly? to everyone, and what the you fuck? can link this. Did you honestly pay attention to the floor plan? Why did you give me shit to do? <laughs> no, you know. Okay, so I'll just explain this one. I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna put it on his Twitter page. If you map out like what the Overlook Hotel actually is on a 4chan. on the four chan, it the floor plan makes no fucking sense. Yeah, Olman's office has a window behind it, but if you Follow the tracking shots from outside the Colorado Lounge. There's just a hallway there. Okay, hold on. So it says impossible window. Yeah, that's Ullman's office. So there's no way a po- a window could possibly exist there. Wait, because there's a hallway. Who's Ullman? Ullman, the guy who hires him. You didn't. Oh, I didn't see Ullman. Well, yeah. when she, when the the radio scenes, that's the office. Oh, yeah. okay, the, the okay, yep, I'm with you. Okay, so there's that, and nobody, the gold room does not connect to any other place in the hotel. It's like, you don't, nobody, there's no, like, floor plan that makes sense of how it gets there. Mm-hmm. And second, on all the scenes of Danny riding around on the tricycle, there are lots of fucking impossible rooms. He only yes. turns right. Yeah, I was... No, he turns left. He turns does he? Oh, okay. I mean, but it feels like he turns right a lot more than he turns left. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. So, so there, there are, at one scene, at one point, there's elevators on one side of a wall and doors on the other, and you're like, oh, that doesn't fucking make I any sense. I was going to mention that I always felt like they were in the same hallway, but things would be different, like where the elevator was placed and stuff, and I was so fucking confused. That, you were confused on purpose. And also, um... Yeah, you chose... Hedge maze. Can I see that? Outside the... Outside the um, Torrance's uh, apartment is especially confusing because there's the entry room, um, the living room, and the bathroom. And then there's the other bedroom off to the side. But as they're walking past, there's doors which should lead to the living room, but they don't. And the outside window leads into a hallway again, but it's obviously going to the exterior of the building. And room 237 doesn't make any fucking sense for the same reasons, too. That was yeah. a very long room in retrospect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one room, but it expands to the left, so all the doors would just open into the bedroom. I kind of started to accept that it's Beetlejuice. <laughs> What's Beetlejuice? It's a movie and also a star. Yes. <laughs> Explain the connection, Caesar. Oh, uh, there's impossible doors and doors to places that go different places. Yeah. So... All of this is to say that, oh, also, like, the hedge maze okay, disappears. That... Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, I didn't notice it being there the first time, so when it was not there the second time, I didn't notice. So, the very first shot of the Overlook, it's just the parking lot. No uh-huh. hedge maze. My eyes are closed. And then, they're walking around, the hedge maze is there. Other far shots, not there. And all the snowy shots, it is. And it's basically to say that Stanley Cooper is fucking with everyone. Trying to make us go crazy, get lost in the hotel. It's kind of like a labyrinth itself. See, she does See, say it that doesn't it's work like a maze. if you're barely paying attention. Yep. But it permeates your. Oh, fuck, Again. I said it. <laughs> I have to bleep that too. <laughs> yes, fine. Bleep it. All right. 
So that's spatial dissonance. You didn't and, talk about the lighting. Yeah, the lighting in lots of rooms is fucked up for that same reason. Well, it's hard to tell if the lighting is for cinematic reasons to change the tone or for well, definite it's, plot Well, it's hard to figure to out Also interesting because, like, the do- scene where she's uh, in there looking at the snowcat, the door's open and it's really obscenely dark out there. But the windows, which so, are also part of that snowstorm, are really bright. <laughs> it yeah. is kind of gray outside, not obscenely dark. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's that's a fair point. There's kind of, but it's like fucking low. It's a very significant difference. I had a really hard time figuring out where the light source were on a lot of interior so- shots because mm-hmm. you get a lot of Jack like leaning in to do various things, yes. mm-hmm. and it seems like every time he leaned in, there was always a light source below him. So he could be illuminated yeah. in that spooky way. Mm-hmm. So I had a really hard time trying to figure out. And then the chandeliers, I assumed, were the main source of light for the place. But it seemed like it was... they relied on floor lighting a lot. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mirrors. Mm-hmm. Mirrors just Ooh. didn't work. Oh, we didn't talk about the mirror that only reflects Jack. Yeah, mirrors are another fucking yeah, It point. reflected Jack and I'm murder. very interested to find how That's they true. did it did that. Reflect that murder. was impressive. So, in this movie... There are people that say that there are actually no ghosts in this movie. Like, there is nothing supernatural that happens in The Shining. It's just... Everything is just Jack going crazy. How does the door unlock? That is the one point I don't know how to explain. Okay. But every talk to him and unlock the door. There you go. But everything can be... Every time Jack talks to a ghost, he's in a mirror. When he's with Lloyd, there's oh, the, mirror the mirror yeah. at the bar. When he's in the bathroom with Grady, he's... There's a mirror. There's a mirror. And actually, if with you... With the lady, there's also a mirror. So, the, yeah. So, those shots where he's talking to Grady in the bathroom, Delbert Grady is not, the actor who plays him is not actually in the same room as Jack Nicholson when they're filming that. You can tell because there's no shadow on him and his eyes do not ref- only reflect the mirror and not Grady. Holy shit. So, yeah, you have he, to watch the movie a lot. I, he's just yeah. looking, and if you pay attention to his eyes, he's just looking past him the entire time. Which is to say, he's just looking in the mirror and going fucking crazy. Okay. I no. can accept that. How about I, strangling I ritual? Does he just do that when he's having his nightmare? Does Danny maybe, just pick the wrong time? Jack did it. That was what I was saying. Was, yeah. Because he's having the nightmare and flipping the fuck out. Sleep, sleep mm-hmm. murders? Mm-hmm. As, and when Jack first walks to the gold room after Wendy accuses him, He's he angry. walks past a series of mirrors and he does like like weird the hand motions. Thing, whatever. He only does that when he walks past a mirror. Red rum's in a mirror. Jet, like half the conversation Jack and Danny have in that in the bedroom is in a mirror. Yeah. In fact, the camera actually goes into the mirror at one point. It's really oh yeah, and crazy. the first time when it like we think that the one in the mirror is the real Jack mm-hmm, when we yeah. first walk into the room with when she's she... serving him breakfast. Yes. I, I already I knew it was a mirror. Okay, I, I didn't. Couldn't I tell. had trouble telling. I was like, oh, a mirror. Danny shines for the first time in a mirror. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Danny's I don't know also, the first also about the about the pantry. So there's no mirror in there, but there's a reflective metal door yeah. that he's talking to. But it still unlocks. Okay, now, how fucking long did it take Wendy to try and figure out how to undo the lock on that door? She was kind of retarded. Are you sure she put the lock back correctly? Yes, because they didn't they show a shot on it? No, they didn't no. show her doing it. Now, they, they made the sound. When, when he did it's get let a, out, 
that stick was a, that goes in. That was a long, long sound for someone trying, for someone who like would know how to do that to remove that pin. I feel like it wouldn't have taken that long. And I, I don't know when Wendy first locked him in there. I felt like she got really close to letting him out anyway. Yeah. So I wouldn't have. put it past of like her unlocking her. It being yeah, it being unlocked. And then he has the conversation in the mirror, or not mirror, sorry, in the door, and then it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's not, that's not a strong unlock sound. Yeah, well, part of it's because you don't want to be convinced. That's true. I am obviously convinced of my own point, which is a problem. I don't think I've ever been so aware of my own bias in a movie. Yeah. Definitely. I'm so aware. <laughs> I do this occasionally, but not on purpose. Okay, the the twins in the background freak me out every time I look at Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. There are a lot of jump cuts to the twins that Kyle that, didn't awesome. like. That's awesome. Kyle thought I, they were beautiful. I thought, yeah, look. <laughs> that was the that first was thing poor, you said. That was poorly worded on my part. But One word. That was, it was well done. Sorry. Cinematography. Yeah. I, it was awesome. So here are the last few things that I still don't know how to fucking explain, because there are continuity errors that don't make sense. There's the disappearing chair, which probably has some meaning, but then there's shit like when Jack's walking around, like throwing the cans everywhere. Mm. One hits the camera really obviously and bounces off. Also, what about the chandelier, like shining the off the camera? That yeah, he pointed out. Sh- when Halloran gets axed, there's a sh- there's only one chandelier lit up. And it's obviously reflected off the camera lens. Another also, one... Bombing the universe? I was about I don't, to ask that. Yeah, I don't know how to I was going to gonna set that up. He just fucking threw it out there. Sorry. Um, when Jack's getting into the bathroom, the door plank hits the camera mm. and, like, leans against it, which is a really... And then he has to reach in. And yeah, which is a really room. fucking amateur mistake. And at the very, like, two seconds... It, like, no, maybe... 45 seconds into the movie, when the camera's following the car, you see the shadow of a helicopter in the bottom right corner, which is really easy to edit out. I don't know why it's there. Nobody knows why it's there. It doesn't make any sense. And the last one is that in the last photo of July 4th, 1921, if you look in Jack's left hand, like, he's his hands are out, but he's holding a note under his thumb, nobody knows what that means. It's just really fucking confusing. Did we ever discuss why he was there in 1921 and why he's eternal, apparently? Because he's uh, already dead. He's, he's an Indian. Because he's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> he's not an Indian. He's a, he's the white man. But yeah. then why is he dead? Because he's old. Because white men can die? <laughs> what? <laughs> but then how is he eternal? Because it's it's the idea. Or it's the crazy. It's the cabin fever personified. Oh, I forgot. There, yeah, also 1921 was the year some, like, Indian Bad law got passed by Congress. So, uh, uh, okay. There's another one for Theory 1 if you still like that one. So, yeah, that's what I got. What, what do you guys think? So, Kyle. Yeah. You're much better at converting units right now than I am because mm. you, you age anymore. What, what is foot pound per second per second? What does that convert to? So, a foot pound <laughs> is... <laughs> Torque. No. What was that used to measure in the movie? He said you're that one. That was when he pulled. Danny. When he dislocated Danny's shoulder. Give me a minute. I'll get back to you. Okay. What about the shape? Like, just one so foot one. pound per second per second off. Dislocated shoulder. Minor 
He was drunk at the time, so I don't know. I don't know. He he picked that. Are we talking pounds mass or pounds weight? Mass, Kyle. Okay. Come back me? to me. <laughs> fuck, fuck, I was cut through his head. So, why did what? you mention both Portland, Oregon, and Portland, Maine? Uh, Moment. Nope. Um, Memento. Momentum. <laughs> you idiot. You're the worst. Uh, Stephen King's from Maine. I don't know. Maybe that was a shout out to Kingy Boy. Hey, Kingles. <laughs> I'm doing Kegels right now. So what was up with the part where Jack looked at the maze and then could see Wendy and Danny in the middle of it? That was like an interesting way to cut. Yeah. Like just, Jack, like because oh. he's looking cab- at the diagram down. Jack oh. getting cabin fever. <laughs> like the actual maze is not that big. Like when it was zooming in, that's just to like hammer home the idea of the hotel as a labyrinth. It's a uh, it's force. Oh, it does it just come down to force? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that does make sense. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't something stupid like, I don't know, jerk. <laughs> jerk. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, okay, you had something to say about staircases, Brian. Yeah, you had a huge fit. Like, okay. There was no reason for him to hurt his foot falling down that fucking staircase. If you look at him, his leg never really touches it. He just kind of slides. Because the stunt man. He flips. He flips at least he once. He flips yeah. on his back, but nothing ever hits. Have you ever flipped? He yes. He on the ground. No, he did not. There Look, stairs. Brian, not Look, everyone lands on their again. neck. Well, he did get once. fucking batted in the head, so maybe he has nerve damage. Did you ever think of that? No, okay, why is this important? Why are you... Well, she, I don't know. It just... she, she dragged him by the feet for a distance. But only one of them is hurt? She could have hobbled him. That's happened in another Stephen Holy King shit. movie. Holy shit. Like, Oops. That's awfully harsh for someone who barely she didn't managed do it to on cut purpose. Mm-hmm. She's pulling him like twisting. She had to. She would have had to carry him down the stairs too. He maybe probably she, hit his head a lot more times than yeah. what we saw. Maybe she just pushed him down the stairs again because it was faster. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> that was your big like. I uh-huh. just. Yeah, it's no, big, no, big aha. Uh-huh. That Boom. entire speech is taken and used in Borderlands Two when you're fighting Angel or. When you're trying to kill Angel, Handsome Jack does the exact same speech about Stop the light of my life. What speech? Wait, oh. whoa, whoa, what? Sorry. When he starts talking about like light of my life, oh. something that entire exposition part, oh. and he's like, "Don't do this, baby girl," or whatever. That entire thing is just like cut out and placed for Handsome Jack, and Handsome Jack is Jack. the same character almost. Anyway, that was my big aha. I was like, oh shit, uh, that, that's where that's, that's from. Cool. Spoilers, by the way, if anyone hasn't been I Borderlands. I haven't played yet. Borderlands anything yet. Well, that's I can't play him now. You totally can. <laughs> now, what was the deal with him in shaving? Because, like, what? first two days, he just, or, or first week or whatever, he just, like, stops shaving, but then it stays the exact same length the rest of the movie. Continuity. He's crazy? He uses okay. his He's fingernails, also... and they can only get so down. I don't know. Him. I was just wondering if that was a thing. No, it's no. just movie making. Oh, Mickey Mouse and other cartoons. Oh yeah, there were a lot of cartoons. Was that just Roadrunner time period? Was that just the thing to do? Because aren't a lot of those kind of copyright? I mean, Looney Tunes, pretty easy to get a hold of. Space Jam. I mean, it's not like somebody else made that movie, like, can I use your characters? (laughs) Yeah. They made that movie. (laughs) Um, I, I don't know, but yeah, there was, there were a lot of because I feel like there had to have been something with that. Because it was very... There was a Mickey Mouse shirt. There was, there was the Mickey Mouse goofy. shirt I wrote. Um, there there were... was Roadrunner for sure. There was Peanuts. 
Um, there was Peanuts. I forgot about that. There were, yeah, so. But it was a lot of cartoons and stuff. I feel like that probably There's probably something. a meaning to that that I, I don't could look know up if is. I wanted to, but I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna. Also, I was gonna bring up that The Shining seems to run in families, because it was with Dick, it was his grandmother and him. Mm-hmm. And then, I was thinking that Jack might have sort of had it, because then how would he have seen the lady in 237 if he didn't sort of have it? Unless I mean, there was actually how did Wendy see all those fucking shit i think she just i mean that's end. a fair point i can't really make that argument it just seemed well, it's weird still the same argument yeah. yeah it runs in the family yeah. i know yeah that's... you don't know anything about the grandparents in that and that's that true. i mean yeah i don't know i just there's an argument there it's not maybe super predicated but... i don't know what it was yeah it why... just felt weird why did jack lie about the tub lady because um... he had sexy time with her yeah, because he fucking yeah, lost his, he mind his mouth and he had no Because he really wanted to, at that point, believe like this is my job. I'm doing everything okay. Which is really interesting because he did nothing. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy who he thinks he's sabotage a... electronics. That's yeah. true. Yeah. He did that. He, he thinks he's really fucking important, but he doesn't do anything. He's a failed writer who has a horrible life. I just like, like Stephen King. Time scale, months, days, y- hours. How uh, they just kind of scaled things down to the it last. It really hours. made sense to the pacing of the movie. Yeah, too. it was nice. I liked it. I just that was just a comment. It got didn't exponentially mean slower. So, what, what do you guys think? Nine out of ten would bang again. Well, it depends on. This. Okay, as a movie, it was solid, solid movie. But as an enjoyable movie, I would, I wouldn't. Probably watch this again for another couple of years. But you could, like, watch it and, like, pick up on all the fucking things that don't fucking make sense. No, because I knew to look... being a good movie. I knew to look for the person in the blood, or the red rum, and I still it, couldn't see it. You said it. Mm-hmm. I... That movie ended, yep. and I said, I, I don't get it. Yeah. So... I need, I think I need to said watch that it again. multiple times. Yeah, probably. See, the problem with it for me is that it ended, and I didn't really get it, but I also didn't care. Um, you didn't care that you didn't get it. No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't care about the characters very much in that movie. I didn't. I didn't feel. I was bored for the first half of that movie. That's true. And I, if I like, if I stumbled upon that like on TNT or something, I would probably change the channel. If I didn't know what it was, I did that once. I thought it was interesting how he always seemed most sane when he was talking to one of his delusions, like Lloyd or. Uh, Del, fuck Go. whatever his name, Delgo. Yeah, Delgo. No, so fuck. We're gonna talk about Delgo. Delbert in the bathroom. Okay. And he was always better about. I mean, I don't know if that's just because it's his perspective and he mm-hmm. thinks he's saying these things well. Because like any other time he's with like his child or something, he's being creepy and touching them and laughing. He's not normal when he's talking to his delusions, though. But he's better. He's more him. He's, he's more con- him. He's yeah. consistent. He's okay. very consistent. That's a better way to put it. Not necessarily more sane, but. He just seems to be doing more normal. He's, he try, he's trying harder to be more like them than he's trying to be more like his family. Yeah. He empathizes with the ghost, but not with his own family. That's a good point. So, Uncle, here's Johnny. Why Johnny? That was completely it's... ad-libbed at the time. Okay! Kubrick yeah. really liked it, so he kept it. And the missing panel on the door? Missing panel. I don't know how to explain that one either. That was really well cut out, too. It was. It's just like, because it was there... And then it wasn't. And it was, I, like, perfectly rectangular. You can... It makes a lot of sense that that was ad-libbed. Because, I don't know, the original... Because that scene... Not that scene. That portion started. So he chopped it. The thing hit the camera. Pulls it away. And it cuts to outside, behind Jack. As he, like, moves to get his face in position. And oh. then it cuts back in. 
to the first camera. Uh-huh. So that makes a lot of sense that that's ad-lib now. Because I thought, like, this whole movie is predicated on, like, really long shots. And that's, like, kind of building suspense. It is a very short. And that was a really quick cut. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it took me out of it. And then, I don't I don't know, it didn't, like, break immersion or anything like that. But it was like, ooh, okay. And the way the, the, way the axe scene is framed is that the axe is going to the door, which Wendy's right there. So it looks like she's actually being stabbed when she screams. Axes don't stab. I should stop using that word. Yeah. Also, well, like breath shock. Slap. Yeah. Breath no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's closer. No breath fogging when they were outside in this freezing cold weather well, running around. They filmed it in the middle of summer in Australia, so. He's lying about that. I imagined. Anyway, that was the last Obvious. point I had, I think. Well, uh, what about no money and then money? Having money in his wallet. He's probably crazy. Well, that's just, uh. Yeah. Well, I mean. But then, it's interesting well, uh, that it's not a consistent delusion. But it's... Because everything the, else seemed relatively consistent with his... Well, if he didn't... The ha- first time he's there, no one's in the gold lounge. Second time he's there, everyone is. Uh-huh. And he... It, the second time he could pay, but the D... I don't know his name, so just DG. Boyd? Why are you guys having so much or wait, problem? I don't, no, DG paid... Garland, what the, whatever. Grady! Grady. Paid for his drinks. And he has a, a little monologue in there like, I, I like to know who's paying for my drinks. Wait, how do you know that he paid for the drinks then? Did they actually... Lloyd said that. No, he, he said... He didn't say Grady you... paid for no. it. No, he said they're on the house. Yeah. Grady works for the house. But... That doesn't make Grady him... Grady wasn't the character... But it's... It makes sense. But according yeah, no. to him, Grady wasn't the, the ter- it... caretaker. He was. And if you go back to the 1921, maybe he paid for his own drinks. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Bleep me. Anyway, so that irrelevant drunk. point. Oh, Schrodinger's effect... Sometimes he looks in his wallet and there's money, sometimes there's not. <laughs> oh. Yep. This movie's actually about quantum mechanics. Theory yeah. number four. Caesar. <laughs> yeah, take it away. Just kidding. Fuck you. The mere right. fact of him wanting to pay for They're a drink all different kinds of quarks. Mm. Oh, yeah. I think Danny's more of the charm quark. Yep. What? So d- the family that was murdered previously. Yeah. yeah. The girls. The girls. Like, what... Is there was had, was that family built on anymore, or were they existed to die? Did they exist to just like be the family that the guy murdered? Well, it depends how morbid you want to go with this. Yeah. Are you destined to be what you become, or do you build what you become and then end that way? Can you elaborate? <laughs> is it destiny, or is it just happenstance? That's kind of a oh, good point. Okay, I'm with you. Okay, I actually know what you mean. Like the hotel is eternal, and right? Was it just someone had to die? Is, like, is it because they just... showed up, or is it because these people had to be those people? Because otherwise they wouldn't yeah. be able to have the rest yeah. of it. Oh, I, I, I believe in theory number one. The Again. Indians? Oh, I okay. forgot to mention. You yeah. can't believe oh, it. It's yeah. just true. It is. It's fact. It's true. I mean, Stanley Kubrick literally said that verbatim. Yeah. Just kidding. No, he didn't. Also I believe you. Turbo Christian? You're just this Turbo fucking... Christian. <laughs> oh. This is, as I said before, this is my favorite movie. I could watch this movie again if I wanted to. Was the right tricycle now. just a convenient vehicle for? I think them? it was. It was no, like, I think it's because children ride tricycles, Brian. I think it was a tricycle because it's a smooth thing. You can believe that he would have one. It's not. It's not like he's riding around with one of those little jeeps in the eighties. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Uh, the big wheel is a toy that most '80s kids had, and it would be a thing for him to have one. That's true. Oh. Every child had one. I did not know that. Anyway. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Alex. <laughs> Bye, great Alex. I don't know what I was. Gonna I don't say. know anything okay. about the. Oh, it also honestly, makes it, it makes it interesting to bring it down to his level. 
Yeah. Because yeah. like he's riding a it bicycle a nice and shot. you have to look under his like legs or whatever. It's a tricycle floating on the ground. Mm-hmm. Great. So Grady, that he shot himself. He, he killed double barrel shotgun himself. He killed his daughters, chopped them up neatly, and killed them, and then killed his wife, stacked neatly like furniture, and then oh. what? Mm. You mean like pancakes? <laughs> there okay. were people stacking furniture in the first scene. Anyway, so like pancakes. <laughs> you can't do this to me. So I can, and I'm gonna the win. Stacked like grated cheese. Grady? How did you grate Grady? Shut <laughs> yeah. the fuck up. what you were saying. Anyway, I don't know what Kyle was saying. I'm just trying to find, because there's so many connections and cyclical stuff in this movie, I'm trying to find connections between Grady uh, and Jack. Uh, yeah, Jack. Jack. I almost or the Torrances. Yeah, Torrances and Grady's. Yeah, just... They get possessed by the evil of the hotel. I guess so. Yeah. But that doesn't explain why the... Well, the... If you want to draw it... Parallel. The the children of the Grady's wanted to destroy the hotel, and Danny wanted to help the black guy help him destroy the evil in his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a form of that. Yeah. All right. But he got axed in the heart. Yeah. So that plan failed. Yes, that did. was so accurate. <laughs> he was so accurate. Yeah. All right. Did final final thoughts, everyone. I would not watch this again. Cool. I it's really not that I it dislike it. It's just it's too much happening. I like things like books because I can focus on things. Yeah, where very few things happen. <laughs> well, I mean, you can have the same Over amount of things happening, of time. but it's like it's just easier for me to go back and check things and make sure I have everything straight. Because I mean, hey, just look, based on this DVD, podcast, that's literally right there. I fucking hey. forgot like ninety percent of this movie. Apparently, Ooh, immediately. scene selection. It it exists. Yeah. It's still it's more time than it takes me in a book. I read faster than this movie can physically go. And that's why Brian's a fucking millennial. Thanks for t- tuning into this podcast. Uh, did you have more? No, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for turning it, tuning into this podcast. Let, join us next week when we watch Brian's favorite movie, then fucking make fun of it. I don't have a favorite movie. Ass. We're just gonna I'm watch sorry. a Grave of the Fireflies and have him cry all night. <laughs> hey, you made it. Do you like how I didn't have to do an intro for this one? That was great. I know, right? Um. I just had a couple corrections to do. And I, I mean, one correction. And that was, uh, you remember when Brian told us that Jack took the alternator to that snow cap? That didn't happen. He took out the distributor cap and cut the spark plug wires. It's a different thing. That mistake was mine, not Brian's. Don't blame him, blame me. It's not a big deal. Unless you have a fan theory that's all around that alternator, but that's your thing, not mine. Uh, either way, next week, next Wednesday specifically, we're going to have another episode come out. And uh, if you want to keep up with that, you can go ahead and watch a little old movie called Interstellar. It's a good one. So hopefully I'll see you then. Later.